day 364 welcome back to the windows and mirrors podcast my name is keith and i'm john and remember this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to see through and to see god not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves all right man psalm 51 bro yeah always good man yeah yeah it's so much in it um yeah, this is a penitential psalm, uh, a psalm of repentance. That's all that means. And we have one of the most <laughs> famous, you know, biblical characters in redemptive history committing one of the most heinous sins that God has um, showed us in Scripture. And so just for context, my man David is the king of Israel, right? He is supposed to be one of. Or, or the most, you know, godly man in Israel, right? Like yeah. he's supposed to lead them in justice and righteousness. The Bible even says he's supposed to have a copy of the Bible in his back pocket. Deuteronomy right. 17. And this dude sins deeply, right? Yeah. He yeah. commits adultery and he has the husband of the woman he commits adultery with. Has her husband killed? This is soap opera. So it's this is soap opera ish. This is like Tyler Perry play on steroids, yes, right? Bro. And the worst thing, bro, about all this is not that he like sinned and his conscience just got the best of him, and he came and he fessed up. The only reason that he fessed up was because he got caught, right? Mm, so mm. this is to the whole somebody be like, well, you only. Uh, mm -hmm, confessed because mm -hmm. you got caught and he's like absolutely that's absolutely <laughs> true that is the mm. power and the destructiveness of sin that mm. the only way that i would ever come clean like that's how tight of a grip that it had him in the mm. only way that he would come clean is by a supernatural act of god but that does not disqualify him from receiving god's grace wow and mercy Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's that's beautiful, bro. And then tab, you know, salt into the wound. This man had a baby. <laughs> yeah. With her. So it's like, yeah. yo, you went ham. But like <laughs> I said, the Lord was super gracious, man. And yeah. we're going to see like, yeah, basically to get into the psalm, you know, at the very outset, he's like, be gracious to me, God. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, yo, be gracious to me. Blot out my rebellion. Right, according to your faithful love and according, according your, to your love, that's according the only to your compassion, I, that's the only ground that I have to plead on. I can't mm -hmm. plead on my sincerity. I can't plead on my remorse. It's not be gracious to me because I'm really sorry this time. It's no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. The only reason that I should receive any ounce of grace from you is mm -hmm. because of you. Is because of you. Yes, yes. And he's like, yo, yo. For those of us who have made a mess, the only thing we can and should appeal to is God's mercy. Right. That's, it. that's that's what this psalm is trying to say. Like yeah. you have nothing to appeal to but the mercy right. of God. And even David knew that. He's even gonna come later and be like, fam, you don't even want to sacrifice. Right? right. And and we can get I don't want to get too ahead. Yo, the blood of the bull the blood of bulls and goats don't take away sin. God right. I mean, uh, David knew that ultimately, right, right, even though sacrifices had been instituted for the people of God under this administration of the Mosaic Covenant, he's like, Yo, at the end of the day. Yeah. We need the mercy and grace of God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like so you said, there's so much in this. Yeah, you know, I, I think verse four, right? We just went and rehearsed all of the people that he sinned against, right? He yeah. sinned against Uriah in that mm -hmm. 
he lied to him, killed him, stole his wife. Mm -hmm. He sinned uh, against Bathsheba. This is not, right, an affair, right? This is not, you know, John Legend's song where two people fall in love and they romp uh, around in an affair. This is somebody abusing their power, sexually assaulting Mm -hmm. a woman, right? He sinned against... uh, Israel, the people that he was in charge of, he betrayed their trust. But when he talks about this sin, he's like, Lord, against you and you only have I sinned. Mm -hmm. That's not him saying people don't matter. God, this is between me and you. He's not saying, God, I only sinned against you. But he's saying, no, no, God, I ultimately sinned uh, against you. Right. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. any sin that I do to my neighbor is ultimately an affront and attack on the God who created them in their image. So we put sin in its rightful context, right? That he knows that if his offense is against this holy God, Mm -hmm. there is no acts of uh, penitence that he can do to prove that he is uh, qualified for mercy. All he can do is plead and say, God, I know I offended you and if forgiveness is going to come forgiveness has to come from the one who i ultimately committed the offense uh, against absolutely absolutely yes and the humanness of the bible always encourages me bro so verse 2 verse 9 and verse 14 he's going to talk about this guilt he feels right yeah and we know bro like Guilt and sin usually are a package deal, especially for someone who knows what God will want of them. Right. And so guilt, man, like many of us know, it will eat you alive. Right. Right. And so guilt uh, here, he shows, bro, like guilt doesn't just dissolve. Right. Right. But it needs to be absolved. Right. Right. Mm. And so he says, like, God, like, save me from the guilt of my bloodshed. Right. Mm. Blot out my guilt. And that's what you know, God does. And, you know, man, again, so much, you know, he repents and he's the aim of his repentance is restoration, showing that repentance is always about fostering a relationship. So many good things. Right. But the thing that struck me and I realized this years ago, Richard had preached this song, bro, like maybe two or three years ago at the church and we was working through it, you know, as a a staff and stuff. And uh, man, one of the things that stuck out was just last thing for me was punishment and promise right Mm. so if you think about second samuel if you just know the history of of second samuel god makes a promise to my man david in second samuel 7 way before he sins that he's going to have a son to sit on his throne forever right Mm. and so he makes this promise to david but guess what once he sins with bathsheba they have a child and he knew that he deserved the punishment of God. And the text will say the Lord struck his son, right, right, because of his sin. So in other words, he's praying to God like, man, this is the son you promised me. Even though I sinned right. to get him, right. I know you're going to probably punish me. And guess what? The son yeah. dies. Yeah. Right. The son dies. Mm. And you know what the Lord does? Mm. He gives him another one. Right. So mm. what the Lord does, he 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 uh exercises his punishment right. on his son yeah. but he gives he, and remains faithful to his promise by giving him another one you know where else mm. that happened in the mm. bible come right? on tell 
Jesus Christ takes the punishment, right? That right. God, God is so just that he has to right. punish sin. He yeah. takes the punishment that all of us deserve. But mm. God is so merciful and so gracious and so good that he keeps his promises to David, that he keeps right. his promises to Abraham, that he keeps his promises yeah. to Moses, Amen. That, he, Amen. that he keeps his promises to everybody he made promises to in the scripture and to us, that he will forgive us and we will dwell with him forever. We see promise and punishment coming to bear in David's life, but most yeah. importantly, bro, coming to bear in our lives through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, bro. And repentance leads to rejoicing. Yes. Right? Verse 12, restored the joy of your salvation to me mm. and sustained me by giving me a willing spirit. Look, then I will yes. teach the rebellious your ways and sinners will return to you. Amen. Uh, he's like, yo, Lord, there's something about experiencing your grace mm -hmm. that causes those people that have really experienced it to sing about it. And that singing is a magnet that draws other sinners who are longing for some type of salvation to experience the same thing. And so this is not David saying, God, forgive me right. and it'll be worth it. I'll pay you back. Mm. He's saying, Lord, I'm appealing to you forgive me change me and as i get changed right right praise is the reflex of the soul of Amen. the person that knows their god and we have the privilege of getting to know our god not just in judgment but in mercy mm -hmm. but that mercy is for those who come and forgive saint augustine we say this quote all the time and i just want to remind us as we leave here St. Augustine says, man, God has promised forgiveness for your repentance, mm. but he hasn't promised tomorrow for your procrastination. Oh, so wherever you are yeah. right now, right, be reminded of the mercy of God. There's nothing that you've done mm. that's taken you so far. Yeah. Man. Amen. Amen. Let's pray, man. God, you are more uh, merciful than we are sinful. You're a better savior sinners you're more faithful than we are unfaithful god i pray that those truths would just stick into our heart that repentance is about joy and restoration yes, and relationship with you guys yes, it's not about just starting to do the right things but it's about restoring our relationship with the right person father help us to appeal to you for mercy even if we've made the biggest mess we yes. it's in jesus name we pray